Hey there, welcome to Science Fiction. My name is Salim Sudarwala, and as always, I'm joined by my friend and co-host, Carl Ames. Carl, how are you doing tonight? I'm a little tired, to be honest with you. It's been, it's been a long week, and i got a long weekend ahead of me, but uh going to get through. How about you? Uh, I've been good. I have not been working all week, so I've been uh, <laughs> doing a lot of nothing, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, it's, it was, uh, it's been nice to have some time off. Um, I go back to work on Tuesday, but I got the next four days off still. So uh, New Year's obviously coming up, or New Year's Eve, New Year's Day obviously coming up. Uh, outside of that, nothing uh, too crazy going on for me. But, you know, I wanted to ask you about something, something that's been bothering me about, like, uh, about, like, the MCU updates. Um do you know that one random account on Twitter, the the MCU updates account? I do not know. Okay, I hate that account. It clearly lies. <laughs> it has like ninety thousand followers. It clearly just makes up stuff, and people like. Well, I mean, not everyone believes it. Like, there's a lot of replies on on the on um under there that you know pretty much uh pretty much make fun of it like when it, it it has like the it'll tweet something and then someone will reply underneath with the watchman um mr dr manhattan picture of him floating in the air trust me bro <laughs> <laughs> but it's so dumb like the, the i saw the last one i saw from it was it was saying that uh nova is going to be in ms marvel uh or the marvels and i was like this is bullshit there's no way he's gonna be in there because he's such a big character that they would have announced the casting by now because the movie's slated to come out in 2023 mm -hmm. 
It's like, how are you just getting away with posting these clearly BS lies? Like, how? How? It's like, I don't know. It annoys me. Damn Twitter. I, I reported, I'm trying to report that account whenever <laughs> I see it. It's like, get this account out of here. Delete this account from its existence. Damn lies that you post. Anyways. Yeah, I, I try and I try to stay away from accounts like that just because of um like I don't wanna like be retweeting things that are in like end up like that is just like a lie, something like that. And I'll be like super excited and then I'll get my followers to think that it's real and then they start thinking that it, you know, sharing it. Yeah, stuff. I just get alerts yeah. because like it, it goes by the things that I like. So like mm-hmm. I'll just get Twitter will randomly recommend tweets to me. Say like, I don't want this tweet recommended to me. Stop it! But it still does it. And like the last one I saw was, oh, uh, breaking or an alert. This tweet uh, should pay attention to it. And I was like, you lying sack. It's, it's probably something in your settings. Because honestly, I don't like because uh, when I switch over to Science Fiction account, I see those recommended you know tweets and things like that. But on my account, I don't get that stuff at all. Uh, like not even one and uh, no i think it's a science fiction tweet that's why because i get alerts on that and i'd click on okay yeah Um, it must be in the settings because i'm pretty sure i changed my settings to not have like don't give me location based things don't give me recommendations or don't give me like this yeah i don't know i don't get get those at all because i think i i I used to and then i turned it all off so I stopped getting like recommendation tweets on those, but I think it might be this. It probably is a science fiction account. Gotcha. I think, but yeah, it's just dumb. I hate it. It annoys me. But anyways, uh, we have a pretty fun show today. Uh, we should. We'll be talking about primarily. We'll be talking about Avatar. We both saw it finally. Well, you saw it the week before last, but I saw it this week. Uh, one of my one of my days off, I decided just to go one of the matinee shows and pay cheaper ticket prices and went and watched the movie. Um, we're gonna be talking about that, but we do have a quick fast flick that we'll get into before we get into our thoughts on Avatar. Uh, so if you want to play uh, the fast flick thing. All right, so the fast flick we have here is that Donald Glover is going to star and produce a Spider-Man-based movie on the villain Hypno Hustler. Uh, And um, obviously I'm assuming that is a Sony production. Um, I don't know a lot about this character, if if I'm being perfectly honest. can't remember it. and it's kind of it's kind of funny to see him doing that and then and then while in the mcu he was the the prowler technically well he was the prowler because he they actually had him named as the prowler um how much do you know about this character carl absolutely nothing but i think that's the <laughs> point because I mean, it says just in general, like the characters had like less than a handful of con comic book appearances and came out like in the 70s and then uh, did kind of have like yeah, a recent, like, like a recent reshowing in comics uh, lately. But um, yeah, in it, general, it doesn't have like some long I was going to say history. it looks like it came out. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. 
Oh no! I was saying, it looks like he first appeared in the Spectacular Spider-Man number twenty-four. Okay, yeah, uh, in nineteen seventy-eight. So yeah, he hasn't he had a lot of appearances in general because he's not some storied uh, villain that has this huge history with Spider-Man and did all these great issues. And, you know, not it doesn't really have a whole lot, but that's part of the appeal because. You know, when you have some some character that doesn't have a whole lot of uh, lore and doesn't have to stick to the script of it needs to be this way because the fans understand this character and they have these expectations. No, like Donald Glover can say, well, nobody knows anything about this character, so I can do whatever I want with this character and people will just take it as fact. You know, they'll just, you know, I can he can own the character basically it can be his own thing and he can make it whatever he wants it to be as long as it's entertaining and good now that doesn't make me excited by any stretch of the imagination because i can care less about this character and it can just continues this thing where sony is just making spider-man related movies without spider-man in them uh unless there's like he's going to be involved with uh, um, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man or Tobey Maguire Spider-Man or something like that. But I think this is supposed to be like a standalone movie like Craven and the uh, the other things that they're doing. But yeah, like I said, it, it, I don't have like high expectations or low expectations. I'll just like, I'll wait till it comes out and, and, and judge it accordingly. But um, it doesn't exactly excite me as a comic book fan as a spider-man fan or anything of of that imagination Salim is still with us we may have lost Salim Uh, can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you now. And now I can't. I can't hear anything if you're saying anything. And we have lost Celine. Well, like I said, um, it doesn't excite me at all. Uh, but in general, like I said, if he was able to take this character and, you know, it's Donald Glover. So I do trust that he knows what he's doing as far as being an entertainer and being, uh, uh, you know, being able to write and, and produce things and stuff like that. He's created great music and great shows before. So if he wants to make something within the comic book universe that is relatively unique, all right, I'll, I'll give him a chance to do that. Um, I, I wonder if it's going to be like a musical or something like that. Um, yeah, because it's like a hypno hustler. He's, as far as I understand, he's like a he's leader of the band called the Mercy Killers and uses hypno, hypnosis technology and his instruments on his audience in order to rob them. So I would assume he's a music based character and he's going to be singing and dancing and, and, and whatnot. So, 
um hopefully that means you know there'll be some good music attached to the property and hopefully that means it'll it'll be actually entertaining like i said you can add a whole bunch of backstory to this character because no one knows anything about him so uh we'll see how that goes um it would be interesting if they do cross him over to um toby mcguire or to um andrew garfield in some kind of way because i doubt it would be anything with tom holland uh definitely uh i try switching browsers so let me let me see if that works um i switch because i i always use google chrome Mm -hmm. um and then now i'm using the internet uh like their microsoft edge so i don't know like i just checked my speeds and they're like saying 500 megabytes per down per second so like i i have no clue why that's uh having giving me problems so it might be maybe let's try it hopefully maybe that's more so about the browser than um than about the speed of my internet or whatever my connection issues might be but you were saying that you i'm, I'm get, you're guessing that this is probably on, uh, in the realm of andrew garfield and, and toby mcguire and not uh, Tom I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say that it is. I'm saying I wouldn't. You know, it would be interesting if they were to go in that direction. But as far as I understand, it's like a standalone thing, like the Craven movie, and uh, like it, it could be in that universe, but just not have Spider-Man in it still. Right. Um, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I because it it doesn't. Like I don't think this even that's connected to the other villain movies, right? Like the other like um, things that Sony is doing, um, as far as what they did with Morbius, what they did with or are doing with Craven, and what they did with Venom. It's not connected those, is it? Um, in that time, I, I mean, it, it's Sony, so I, it's Sony, so I would imagine that it's in the same universe as one of those. Like I would, like I assume that you know Morbius and Venom and Hypno Hustler and Spider, uh, what Madam Web, all of that's going to be in the same universe because that's what they're trying. Like that's what Sony's trying to do is build out their own universe so that they can, you know, make money and you know, go with the the trend of having your own universe of movies. Yeah, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Like you said originally, it is we have um, a lot of background on it. So Donald Glover, who's kind of known to be artistic in his a lot of his things that he does, obviously with the show he did in Atlanta, his music that he does, everything that he really makes, he tends to really be creative in his own right. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how creative he gets with this character, um, and who knows if. The character will even be a villain, so like he may go a different right. route. I mean, obviously in the comics he's a villain, but he may not be a villain in the movie. He may there may be something else. So, will definitely be interesting to see uh, what they go with that. But uh, did you have any final thoughts as we move on? Just that I uh, also remember, and I think a lot of people do forget. Uh, like like you said, he is a very creative person and um, has had a lot of success comedy 
uh, music and TV shows that he, he also right. was supposed to and was you know was in the like the planning stages of making a Deadpool animated series. Um, right. But that fell through because I'm pretty sure that was around the same time that Disney bought um, Fox, like Marvel and Disney bought Fox. So the you know Deadpool being a Fox property, and it just didn't translate over or didn't work out or Kevin Feige said no or whatever it was um, that happened at that time. But uh, he was supposed to be making a Deadpool animated series and it was going to be very adult oriented. Um, so I would have loved to have seen what that would have turned into, but, um, and then also people have been wanting him to play, I guess people have been wanting him to play Miles Morales, um, for a long time. Uh, yeah, or, he's too old like for that. Miles Morales. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I like the kid it from, weird. yeah, I like the kid, not, not, not to get into Miles Morales, uh, talk, but I like the kid from, uh, um, God, we're playing uh, Stranger Things. Uh, I forget his name. Um, let's see. I know what you're talking about, but yeah, like, I mean, I like obviously he's already been. Morales. He's already been Aaron Davis in Spider-Man: Homecoming, but yeah. at the same time, they haven't brought him back for that role either. Um, suspiciously enough, and then whether or not they want to try to say that he's going to be in a separate universe so he can play a different character or just kind of forget about that whole cameo appearances um entirely uh, that's 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 the only thing that i really care about right right um definitely and uh, this just for the listeners uh, the name is caleb uh, mccollin uh the actor from stranger things i'd like to see him play um miles Morales. i mean he's a little he's 21 so I mean he's not old. I mean he can, but he can pass for like a teenager. He, he doesn't like when you look at him. He doesn't look like he has kind of a baby face. So he could pass for a teenager. Um, and I, like I said, I don't know how young they would like actually like like obviously Miles Morales is like what 13, 14 when he becomes Spider Man, right? About roughly. I have no um, idea. A teenager. That's all I know. I, just, I think because I, I remember him being younger than Peter Parker, even like when Peter originally becomes Spider Man, I remember him being like younger than that. Like, I remember him being like maybe just entering uh, high school, like so maybe like 14, 15, even. Uh, like, Peter is technically like a senior in high school, I think, when he becomes Spider Man or junior, junior or senior. He has school. a been like, junior. like 17. 16 or 17, like, I, I can't remember. I think, like, something like that, 16 or 17, um, when he's becomes Spider-Man. But anyways, uh, I don't know, like, if they would go with, like, someone, in, like, age-wise, obviously, they do a little different thing because if, if you're getting, like, a 14-year-old, you go with, like, an 18-, 20-year-old that can look 14 or high school age or whatever. I don't know. will be interesting. Uh to see what they do with that. Um, like I said, not to divulge in, into that conversation, but um, yeah. So we'll see what happens with, with the Donald Glover uh, and movie as, as it comes, more information comes out about what they do with it, with it. Uh, but yeah, let's move on. So avatar, the way of water. Uh, we both watched it like 
we mentioned, and uh, we do have the trailer here, which we'll play really quickly. Um, it, it, it's, a, it's the actual trailer, right? It's not anything like um, a, a random clip that you found or something. Um, it just says new trailer, so it's okay. not the Sounds official right. one. I'm assuming it's the second one. Okay, so yeah, we'll play that uh, while we get into the conversation. Oops, we're running there. Or before we get into the conversation, I should say. Why do you come to us? I just want to keep my family safe. Treat them as our brothers and sisters. Teach them our ways. Keep up for us, boy. If you want to live here, you have to ride. Let's do it. Just breathe. Breathe. That's all they see. I see. I'm a warrior like you, we're supposed to fight. Protect the people. Let's get it done. Avatar, the way of water. Experience it in 3D. Only in theaters, December 16th. Water. Uh, Carl, did you watch it in 3D or did you watch it in regular D? I did watch it in 3D. Did you watch it in 3D? I did not. I didn't want to spend the extra money. I probably should have, but I didn't feel like it. <laughs> um, I was being I was being a little cheap. Uh or cost effective, I don't know, whichever you want to call it. But um, yeah, let, let's talk about the movie. Uh, so I'll let you go first. Uh, what are your thoughts on on the movie um, in comparison to obviously the first one, um, the storyline, uh, the length of it? What do you feel like it was necessary? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, so first, before we get into that, I do want to share with, uh, as I mentioned with you before the show uh, and everyone watching, I did make this handy dandy little guide as to uh, names and faces because darn it, it was hard to remember other than Jake, which is pretty straightforward. It's hard to remember everyone else's names, especially um, given that they're not uh, like you know normal names like Jake uh is and then during a bunch of new characters that we haven't you know met before in the series pretty easy to remember but after that there's so many kids and so many other characters so uh i'll have this up for both your reference and our reference uh as we go through uh avatar the way of water 
Um, that being said, uh, yeah, I thought the movie was pretty good um, in general. I, I, I would say that I liked it. Now, I've already uh, said several times that um, the first Avatar was one of the most beautiful movies absolutely that I've ever seen and very, very, very pretty, very well shot uh, and an epic to be seen. But the actual movie itself, the plot and uh, characters and things like that of the original Avatar uh, were a little lackluster and just not really interesting. It was very basic stuff. And they did that on purpose. They wanted the story to be easy to digest and they focused on the visuals and they focused on uh, you know, the character designs and so on of the first movie. So that way people would just be able to take it in uh, without having to think too hard about it for per se. Um, and then, so with Avatar The Way of Water, yeah, I liked it. It's It was definitely still on the easy to digest sort of uh, train. Uh, not anything really complicated with the the concepts or the plot or anything with the characters um, a, a little bit on the predictable side of things um, but still not bad like the acting was pretty good uh, for what it's worth and uh, the cinematic shots specifically like the scenes and stuff were really good uh, and well shot and I really did like, um, there's actually some, some of the creatures, just a real quick sidetrack, some of the things that they had, like, uh, when they were walking through, um, the, like the newly built, cause you know, the part of the plot is that, you know, they've been gone around the, what do they call them? The, uh, sky people or whatever, you know, the humans basically, yeah. uh, had been gone for a long time. And then when they came back. They had all their fancy ships and stuff, and they built like within one year they had this huge city. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, how do they have nothing on this planet, but then build in one year? And they brought all these advanced machines. They're like little things, and they said these these small little things can build a, a an entire building in seven days. I'm like, that's cool. Okay, thanks for explaining that because I was gonna get really mad at like how can you do so much in one year. Um, and then another thing I really liked the like crab like um, um, machines that they have, like you know one or two manned machines that they kind of moved like crabs, but they were actually like manned uh, machines uh, to use for combat and exploration. So I really liked the way they moved. I mean, they were literally crabs and stuff. Um, so I thought those were pretty cool. Um, in general, though, this movie was three hours long three hours plus right. um it definitely could have cut back at least at least 30 minutes maybe more um there were some parts where it dragged for sure and where i felt like okay this uh character building is not really happening or it, it can happen a little faster um we're dragging out this scene here or this scene there uh, i don't want to get too specific it's hard to remember all of those specific scenes that dragged out but there were there were a handful that were just like a little too long um and i didn't think were all that necessary um well, one of the things that i actually and, and, and i wish you did see it in 3d so we can talk about it but 
one of the things about the first movie was I thought that it was a movie that you needed to see in 3D. Like it was the first Avatar was absolutely go see it in 3D. That is the recommended way. Yeah, I saw that in 3D. I saw yeah. that in 3D. Absolutely beautiful. The and that was were... when 3D was still kind of new. Like Right. It, it was the reason why a whole bunch of movies came out in 3D because Avatar made so much money on 3D. Um, that it was like, oh, if you can charge more box office, you know, uh, prices for 3D, let's just do all of our movies in 3D. And they're like, every movie was coming out in 3D. Um, right. but every movie that came out in 3D wasn't shot with 3D cameras like Avatar right. was, right. so it didn't look nearly as good. <laughs> no. But, uh, that being said, um, this movie actually, I meant to look it up and see if he was using the same cameras or using different cameras, or I didn't get to see that much. But I do know that uh, one of the things that he did in this movie, uh, James Cameron, is that um, he was playing around with high frame rate, which is not something you see typically on any type of theatrical movie. Um, most movies are shot at like 26 frames per second, 24 frames per second, something like that, maybe 30. Um, but that's like, a, a, you know, typical for a theatrical released movie. Um, higher frame rates are something that I see all the time on video games because most video games are at like 60 frames per second or 30 frames per second typically games you want them to be at 60 frames per second for higher response times um and but that's for gameplay not necessarily for cinematic stuff um it does mess around with your um not mess around but it just looks a little weird when you're seeing movies uh or cinematic scenes in 60 frames per second so i actually don't know the full-on high frame rate rates that they had for the movie but i know it went back and forth and that's kind of the point is that they actually purposely did high frame rate for some scenes and did lower frame rate for other scenes on purpose it wasn't a, a glitch it wasn't an error it wasn't uh something that was forgotten they actually just went back and forth throughout the movie on purpose um and i think it was both to its benefit and to its detriment i kind of wish they just stuck with one way or the other um not that i was able to fully sniff out every scene that was at a high frame rate and which ones were not but one thing i did also i did notice uh in that uh, same kind of vein was the 3d quality um there were scenes where i was watching avatar the way of water and i'm looking at it i'm like wow okay this 3d looks good and then five minutes later I'm like, is this in 3D? I can't tell. So I would actually lift my glasses up. So if you're watching something in 3D with the glasses, with the new glasses, not like the red and blue ones, but right. the you know the you know ones you normally get at the theater, if you take your glasses off, you should be able to see the picture, but it'll be a little blurry looking because the glasses are what makes it the pop of oh, the 3D pop. But without the glasses, it should look a little blurry. When I took my glasses off, it looked like exactly the same as with my glasses on. And it it should look 3D with my glasses on, but it didn't uh, for some, some scenes. Uh, so it would go back and forth on the quality of the 3D because also I would 
tested on scenes like, oh, well, that is definitely 3D. The you know the monster flew by, or the rocks came at at me, or there's fire, or gunshots, or whatever. And I'm watching. It's like, oh, that's definitely 3D. And I would take my glasses off and then see that the screen is super blurry. Like, okay, that's it's working now. And then a minute later, I don't see 3D. I take my glasses off and it's like a crisp picture as if I was watching the standard view. So even that was a back and forth thing throughout the movie, which I don't remember the original Avatar being that way. Um, Again, I've only seen that original Avatar once. I don't remember doing tests like that because it was like the first 3D movie I ever watched. But having watched several 3D movies uh, since then, I know you know, to look for that sort of thing. But I was I, a little I disappointed doing, on that. I remember doing that when I went to watch it because that was the first movie I ever saw in 3D as well. Um, and I remember doing that just to check. Like, is this actually... Are they just lying to us here? <laughs> just, mm-hmm. Let's make sure here I'm not being ripped off here. And, and like, I, I kept doing it randomly out the movie and you would definitely see, like, a blurry thing um, on the screen uh, to your point. But, yeah, I... Maybe, you know, like you said, they, they didn't use the same cameras here for this movie compared to, or not through for the entire movie that they did for the first one. And and maybe that had to do with budget stuff, I would imagine, because they were trying to um, cut out as much expenses as possible so they can maximize their profit, um, especially in, in kind of probably trying to manage like the uh, the post-pandemic box office like you know expectations uh because they have been different since uh the pandemic happened and because of streaming services and all these different various reasons um people are actually not going to movies as much as they used to uh, as opposed to just even two three years ago before the pandemic so yeah i'm sure that that played into it but yeah that's you know that's definitely an interesting thing as far as to think about yeah, and I do think like it's it's more of um, just again personal opinion because I don't have the facts or know anything like that. But I do know that, uh, like we were saying before, when the first Avatar came out, it made a whole bunch of movies come out in 3D, but they weren't shot with 3D cameras. It was all done digitally, um, you know, through software and stuff. And some movies look better than other others depending on how good the software was. I think that might have also played a factor in this avatar maybe maybe they did like purposely tone down some of the the 3d maybe even when shooting with 3d cameras it still needs a little bit of time in the oven to cook and Mm -hmm. if maybe they skipped out on some of that stuff because of uh budget constraints or time uh especially given the pandemic if they just didn't have uh all that time in the world to make sure every single scene of a three-hour movie ha- is in perfect 3d um i i would i can understand why it didn't happen and not to say that's an excuse but given the pandemic i know a lot of things didn't always get the polish that it needed over the last couple of years with, with whatever uh, form of entertainment that we've been uh, uh normally enjoying yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, I, so I, I definitely enjoyed this movie too. I, I liked it. I want to say I liked it better than the first one simply because uh, the storyline was more unique. It wasn't like a, 
I mean, obviously, it's not like a, it's not like some, you know, deeply thought out storyline, but at least it's not a repeat of something that's happened before, right? Um, it had his it had his own stories and had its own like, um, like the new characters and learning about them and what makes them tick and um, this this thing with his kids that they're they're trying to adapt because they're different um compared to the other uh well I forget what what's his I always forget what so what what the the tree people or like the forest people what's their they're, they're the well they're the forest navi and then the forest the navi. water the water navi water okay navi okay so forest navi so like obviously compared to them they're different and also compared to the obviously the uh the water navi they're different um not only in in like their fingers and things like that but just in general like their tails are different um which was pretty cool unique like i like obviously um it kind of shows like the uh like in a sense like of an evolution-esque yeah. adapting to your surroundings like their tails are more like a fin compared to the forest navi who don't have that they just have a straight tail um, and mo probably more so that they can use to kind of navigate the forest with. Um, so that's kind of cool to see that. And yeah, so like the, like I said, I enjoyed the storyline. I enjoyed, you know, the visuals are, again, just amazing. Um, enjoyed, like, you know, I, like, the other thing I was curious about is like, I wonder what new creatures would be in this or like new animals, species and things like that would appear in this. Um, it was like not disappointed. It was really cool seeing the different species. Um, the one, uh, the what were they called? The whale like things. I forget. But like, yeah, they're supposed to be like the super brilliant species where they're smarter than like humans, even as far as their ability to create music, art, um, communicate in various different dialects. Uh, just like just that just their genius you know and I, again they show the humans being evil and killing these beautiful things just to get the little like the thing in them that's like a, a, a some kind of chemical that really they release that can uh that can stop humans from aging so they're they're stealing that because it costs like one they show like in the movie that uh, one one vial of it is like eighty million dollars or something like that. Mm -hmm. So obviously that you know they're hunting these things uh, because of that. But yeah, so I you know it was really cool seeing all that. Um, agree agree with you. The length is Tulkan. Thank you, uh, Saint uh, Tulkan. Uh, they're the that the species is talking about. But yeah, the given yeah, agree with the length is a little bit much. I, you know, I was starting to think like, did they really need to do so much with like the the kids of the opposing tribes not getting along so much? Like, I get like the one scene, but then they keep going. I don't know. It just seemed like maybe they could cut a little bit of that out. I don't know. It, it just, just made like, it faster, right? Because like it it was necessary to show that. The kids didn't like him, uh, didn't, uh, again, names, didn't like Loak or or any of the kids, really, uh, didn't like right. any, because they all look different, they were making fun of him. So I get it, but it could have, 
they could have went through it a little faster right. just so that you can get to that Loak scene where he does uh when he gets stranded and, and, and stranded and stuff right yeah. right right um yeah that it just didn't make much sense uh to have it like so much longer than it was and i'm i'm glad they didn't have a mid credit scene uh because that would have been absurd like having to wait <laughs> you're, you're I thought already... there was going to be one. I I, I even Googled it because I always Google the movie like right at the end just to make sure I don't stay there for, for nothing. And it said there was, and then I sat really? there and watched the entire credit scene. And <laughs> yeah, and I, I the Googled people it. in the theater, they were like sweeping up behind me and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, there's nothing here. Yeah, I go I Googled I Google it too during like end of the movie too to see if there's something to if I, if I need to stick around and how long I need to stick around, and yeah they they said, uh, I liked uh, um what was I saying yeah I, I I saw that it said yeah it didn't have anything it like viewers are in luck uh, because this thing is like three plus hours long you don't have to wait you can leave and go to the bathroom or do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's. Uh, I was glad that uh, it didn't have a, a mid, mid or post-grad scene. Um, and the way it ended is interesting, too, because I'm assuming, because they have, like, what, two or three more movies planned? Um, uh, so, yeah, the plan, at least what James Cameron said, is that there's at least planned through four, but if this movie didn't do well they would just do a third one and then stop but i'm pretty okay. sure they it it's it just like yesterday crossed a billion dollars box office globally so i'm pretty sure there'll definitely be a oh, third okay. one and likely be a fourth one um i think he has it planned like going all the way to five or six okay yeah because they did leave they did leave a cliffhanger and it'll be interesting yeah uh, to see what because so with that. with with <laughs> Well, so it was interesting with with Quaritch, like so, and maybe we could talk about it now. Um, Go ahead, yeah. It's interesting. So, like, Spider saves him, and again, sorry, spoilers. We're giving you spoilers. Um, Is billion dollars? You've probably seen it. If you're gonna see it, if you didn't want to see it, you probably didn't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's interesting because, like, the, so he saves him. Like, what's he's definitely not going to stop. He's there's no, you know, there's no hint of him being done with wanting to get revenge on Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, there's no, I can't see them ever having a situation where they're like peace. Like he killed his son, or he's a reason his son is dead. Mm-hmm. Um. So like and the, and obviously the weird thing with the whole the Quirich character, he doesn't have to do any of this. He's just he's programmed to. He's not like actual the original general, right? So it, it just. I mean, just I, the, I honestly the thought the whole, they were gonna. The whole situation with Spider in general um, was yeah weird, just because. Um, I mean, just original. I don't even remember him having a son in the first movie, but like that's yeah. I don't they remember don't, any. They don't mention a son. Like who I don't remember anything from the first movie anyway. But reg- regardless, let's just say he did. But so I actually, he... you know, I wonder not not to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Actually, yeah. like I was wondering if Kiri and Spider are siblings somehow. Like I was wondering, like what if he had a son with because they don't drop it here. 
But what if he had her with that one scientist? But I don't know. Like, and then it's also like, where when would she have had a kid with whoever? How did that kid happen? It's just such a weird. It's those two things are kind of like, I don't know. If those are plot holes. Well, didn't they say that that uh, that Kiri's mother? They never like knew who the father was, or never stated who the father was. Yeah, they um, didn't. They didn't state the father. Uh, right. But like how? But like obviously, it would have to be someone that, that was at least in an avatar. It oh, couldn't be. It couldn't be a human. How would it be a human? I don't know. Well, I mean, how, how would they hum- mate? They oh, can't Jake biologically t- mate. Jake yeah, turned but- into a. Avatar's yeah, because he was in an avatar's body. That's how they were able to mate. So you would have to okay. be in an avatar to mate. They're not biologically able to mate otherwise. I also don't remember how he became uh, a Navi at all. So I'm just throwing it out Who? there. Who, Jake? Jake? Yeah, yeah he became the Navi towards the end. And so in the first one, he uh, they do like some kind of ritual and they take his body, his like human body, and they take the avatar. And they do some kind of ritual to transfer Jake's soul or whatever being or living thing from Jake's body and put it into the avatar. And he's yeah. officially, it's no longer like he's in a machine or anything going into that. He just officially becomes uh, the a Navi, essentially, um, like his being or her spirit. But he or still has like human, like, because that was the thing they were making fun yeah. of is that he has yeah. five fingers and stuff. So was it yeah, like that's an artificial too. body or an actual yeah, that's Navi weird body? Too. Yeah, that's weird too. So, um, yeah, I don't know how that works as well. So that, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if those are plot holes or maybe there's something mm-hmm. will be explained later. Maybe it's something that will be explained down the line. And that's kind of weird, too. And like I said, with Spider and and go ahead. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Like I said, I just a thought I had. And I was just with Kiri and Spider just because they're like they're like the closest in a way. And at, mm-hmm. at first you thought that they might be like, like interested in each other. But then you wonder, OK, well, they never really go that route. So maybe it's more so like they just they have this bond because they might be related um i I thought it was more of the 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 former and that they have more of an attraction to each other or at least maybe it's a one-way attraction where spider is attracted to kiri but uh, maybe kiri just like kind of likes him being around but we'll see i mean i don't know um but in general like the whole spider situation again like him being the son of Quaritch and stuff, and then Quaritch is dead, Quaritch, but before he left, he was cloned, or he was able to have his DNA and memories, uh, you know, saved for a rainy day just in case, and then it was transplanted into uh, the Avatar body. Got that part, that's fine. Uh, He's not really the father of Spider because his father died. Right. So they already established that and that awkwardness of, of that whole situation. Hey, kid, I'm not your father. But why was it such an easy thing for Spider to just say, okay, I'll go along with you and show you everything in this planet and where everyone lives. I don't know where Jake is. And I won't tell you where he is, but I'll allow you to go to all of these different locations and 
you know, burn down the jungle and kill all these people. Well, I, and I do don't all think these it was allowed. But he didn't. But he knew that that was gonna happen. It's not like yeah, he but was, it was kind. Of, well, he was kind of afraid of his life. Like he was kind of afraid of his life. Like because he, they told him like, if you run, we'll find you, and right. you'll we'll hurt you because we're a tracker in you. We have a tracker. But he also like resisted all of the uh, torture sessions and all of that stuff. And then when he's his father comes in, he just talks to him and says, "Hey, like, well, you know, just help me out." And it, it was a, a pretty simple decision. Uh, from that point, but before that, when he was getting tortured and all that, oh, I'll never give in, sort of. Yeah, thing. but so like, there's also the scene. There's also the scene with the when they go to like that cliff thing. He's trying to set him up to die, uh, Spider. That is because he doesn't tell him how exactly you're supposed to um, connect with that being. Um, like he's like, oh, did I, I forget to mention you're supposed to uh, cover his mouth? Um, so I, was, was I didn't of, read it that way. I thought he was. Yeah, just no, he was setting. Him. No, he was setting him up to get hurt. <laughs> like, because you could well, get to get hurt. Bit. Sure, like he wanted, like to have fun with, like to say, oh, I, you're going to do it the get, hard way. No, you could die like, though. I mean, he yeah, could but die. I don't think it was him trying to sabotage him to like say because uh, I, I mean, if he gets if he kills if he's killed by the monsters, whatever, he still has to deal with all of the other men that are. Yeah, in his but, squad. He, but that guy's the leader, so like that getting. You know, you 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 cut off like the leader. It's it's a big deal, kind of in a way. And in a way, but it's not like someone else couldn't step up. It's not like no one else knew who Jake maybe. is, and they couldn't find still, him or something. You know. I mean, but I mean, and still, why would it, it, that's regardless? I mean, you still he's still the biggest obstacle in the movie. Sure, so yeah. he's the main guy. That, that goes without saying. So of course. Um, I mean, I'm just saying. I think he's a he's he's like the the reason that they're getting revenge on on Jake because he wants to. Uh, outside of that, there's no real reason that they're trying to go after Jake anymore. Like they don't care otherwise. Um, well, I mean, in the general, he Jake is the reason why the humans can't dominate the planet and take over all their natural resources. So even if Quaritch were to die, there would still be other humans wanting to come to the planet to um, what's it called? Um, I forget what the planet's called now. I'll think of it in a second. But they still want to go there. Pandora. And Pandora, there you go. To take over the resources and kill all of the natives, regardless of whether Quaritch is, is there. Well, or they not. were doing that regardless. They, were, cause you they see weren't that there anymore. They left. one well, those the, one. The only ones that were there were the ones that were just living there with the. They were just like doing research. They weren't like mining any resources or killing any uh, Navi or doing anything. They were just, you know, peaceful scientists and they just allowed them to, to live because they weren't getting in the way or trying to take over the planet. It was when the sky people, the skylights or whatever they call the, the humans, the military came in to actually burn down the forest and kill the the navi and and take the whatever they need to do that those were the problem ones well i, I think he was trying to get him killed because when when he falls off they're all walking away like he's done for so um i i think he was trying to set him up to to you know at least like essentially get really hurt and die um but he obviously survives because he's able to you know 
link up with that beast or whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like, like I feel like half of most of it was where he was just afraid, and he thought maybe if he can try to like control the situation too, maybe he could be like kind of like the the, the between guy and and just talk to the Navi that, uh, of Pandora, like either the water Navi or the the um the forest navi or wherever kind of be like that um the protector of them and be like the translator or whatever have you i don't know well but, even, yeah that's... even even then like uh the that was not even my only problem with spider because like i said at the end where uh he's they're underwater when when that scene came up and spider was diving and stuff i was like oh okay he's gonna find jake here and then uh oh wait no that's quaritch okay don't talk to him don't revive him don't get close because i thought he was gonna just get close to him just to confirm and realize it wasn't jake and then quaritch is gonna like revive and choke him out or something like that and take his mask and like okay that makes sense uh so don't get close to him spider but he finds out you know he it's it's quaritch and but he walks he swims away and then he swims back, and I'm like, "Come on, man!" Like, it almost like, seemed like, like he he just didn't want his death on his conscious, conscious. Or, or, I don't know. Well, it I mean, seemed like that more so because it yeah, was kind of like, "Well, you let me, you saved me, you helped me. I can't just let let you die." I guess. I mean, and I don't know how. Same time, like, he still like you said, he killed uh, Jake's son, and. He's the reason why this whole war is happening is because Quarge versus Jake and stuff. So he could have easily just let him stay there and ended the war and go back to his friends. But like you have to, because even another conflict after that is that you bring you revive your father or you you save your father and and bring him back to the surface. Then you go back to your friends and uh, and act like and don't tell them anything and act like. You know, everything's fine. You go back to go hang out with Kiri and everything. And then you leave them to go back with your father again or your 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 not father. Uh, like that's kind of like is really sus uh, in, in general. And I thought, yeah, he, he's been helping them so much. Um, I didn't think he was worth being trusted. But again, all of Kiri and, and everyone else in, in Jake's family, they don't know the extent of how much he helped Quaritch and the whole group, the whole, uh, the military in there. He doesn't know that he saved his life. He doesn't know that they even ran away together. They, they don't know any of that stuff. So I think spider is really suspect at this point. It might be. And uh, the other thing too, you, uh, well, like how serious was, uh, Natiri about killing him? Like was she just? She wasn't. I mean, yeah, she like wasn't. well, well, true. But she cuts him, so was she just selling it or? Yeah, she was just selling it to me. Maybe. I. It's interesting. Obviously, they. He obviously doesn't seem to be afraid of her after the fact. So maybe you're right. Um. But it kind of he's kind of afraid of her during right before right like he's trying to hide from her. It looked like. So I don't know. That that's. 
interesting to consider as well. Um, I know you have some stills here. I don't know if you wanted to. They're just uh, random stuff. We just more. They're just random pictures for whatever, um, whatever you want to talk about. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot more thoughts, really. Like I said, you know, it's a good movie. I'll, I'm interested to see, obviously, what they do with the next one um, as far as what the storyline will be. Even for this, it's just going to be more of the same. Like, he's trying to kill uh, Jake still. <laughs> like, what is, is there? Is it going to be, like, um, the, 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 the Sky people even establish even more? ground because this time they're not going back you know they're, they're, the sky people technically weren't defeated well not really like they obviously no. the one ship was but the other people are still there like the general and all those right. other people are still there they're not going anywhere um and obviously now that they're officially just going to be with the water navi uh and and obviously that's the reason it's called the way of the water they learn how to live in the water with the water um, and, and that's going to be their adaptation and that's where they're going to live now. Um, and, and the reason obviously being why they're going to stay there is again, spoiler, their son, um, son, uh, was it, uh, their oldest son is, is it Luak? Luak? No, the oldest son right? is Nateum. Oh, no, no, Nateum, sorry, Nateum, the oldest son dies, so he is. Uh, gets essentially buried with a with uh with uh Awe, was it Awa? What is the god Awe? Awe, I don't remember. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I don't remember the name was, of the god. Okay, I, I don't know if you hear him. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that, that was just waiting for you to respond. I did like I did, I thought I lost you. Um, uh, Awe, like, or he's buried with them. So, um, yeah. So, so obviously that's why they're gonna stay there now because their son is there, uh, their body, his body is there, spirit is there. So that's why they feel more like that they're gonna be water people now. So that'll be interesting to see what the story goes into next. Is are they gonna look at? Is there like another uh, Awe? Uh, Navi people somewhere, another tribe that's what I'm curious about. There. Are we just gonna like explore every element of of every kind? And there'll be like a, a sky Navi and a ground Navi and a lava Navi or something like that. Yeah, that's it. That's the interesting part. Where are they gonna go? Like, what what could possibly be the the storyline or where they go with? Um, that's that's gonna be interesting for sure. Um, did you have a favorite character in this movie? Um, favorite character? No, but I had a favorite moment when those stupid bastard boat people died. Like the ones that were killing <laughs> like the whales and stealing them. Yeah. I, I was like, I can't wait till these fuckers die. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite moment. Like, I can't wait till these fuckers die. They need to die. That. The the the, seat, the captain and even the scientist who's who's trying to sell himself as a good guy, but he's still out there doing fucking bad things. Mm -hmm. um, like I, hope, I can't wait till they all die. <laughs> That's what I was rooting for, and it happened. So that made me happy. 
Uh, that was my favorite moment in the movie. How about you? Did you have a favorite character? Um, I I thought unequivocally it was Kiri for sure. Um, just just because she like I like that she was she was probably the most adaptive to the water, uh, compared to everyone else. Like everyone else struggled, and she was you know she had that natural like the natural gifts or whatever. Um, I have a question when you finish before you, after you finish about her. Um, yeah, so one thing that was interesting is that, yes, uh, this is Sigourney Weaver, by the way. Right. So Sigourney Weaver is playing both the mother, because, uh, again, uh, just if anyone missed that part. So Jake and Natiri, they're married together, whatever. And then they have their oldest son, Natayam. Then they had Locke. And then they adopted Kiri. Kiri's, you know, the daughter of the scientist. And then they had Tuck together so they have three kids and then one adopted daughter in kiri so kiri um is the daughter of sigourney weaver character so and sigourney weaver played both the scientists as well as kiri um so i thought that was interesting too and i also just in general how they made i thought it was interesting like sigourney weaver i believe she's like 70 years old and she's playing like a teenager uh, so I thought that was really fun and interesting. Uh, and yeah, I'm pretty sure she had, would have had to have acted in scenes with other teenager actors uh, and uh, for all those like scenes with the water and all the other kids and stuff, because those were actually teenagers. I don't right. have <laughs> their names and stuff, but I saw pictures of them like they're actually kids. Um, right. So that that's interesting enough. Uh, but I thought Curie was definitely the best character um with her development and just her personality um and i absolutely hated Locke. like i hated him actively um like they did a good job really? of making sure i i just oh, yeah. did not like him at all like he just made every stupid decision possible he, he's half i wouldn't say he's the reason why his brother got killed but at the same time he did so many stupid things that I can easily blame him for it um, and other stuff. Like it, the reason why things escalated was because of him, because he wouldn't listen. He wouldn't, you know, he wants to prove himself. He wants to be better than his older brother. He wants to prove himself to his father. He wants to impress the girls. He wants to, you know, be a warrior and all of this stuff. And he kept making stupid decision after stupid decision. Um, yeah, that's uh, I really didn't like him at all in this movie. Uh, yeah, one thing, another thought I have about Kiri actually, I wonder if she she's maybe an immaculate conception because Possibly, the way yeah. she can because the way she can communicate with with the with the god like no one else can like the, so obviously like the scientifically they say oh it's not that it's because she has. Uh, she has like an issue in her in her brain where like the frontal lobe or something, and that's what she had a seizure. She wasn't having a vision; it was a seizure. Mm -hmm. um, but in the end, it actually shows her she was she can connect and have that. It's not it was not just it was a seizure. So I, actually, I wonder like if that was something like to be able to have someone that actually can spiritually connect with uh with the god and and maybe she was a um because they because if i remember correctly too and i'm pretty sure this is right they tried to save 
um, the scientists, like the uh, Sigourney Weaver's avatar, and they tried to put her Sigourney Weaver into the avatar too, but they, they weren't successful. But that's why she is in that tube still. Like right, like, yeah, they're life, still working like, on it, or I guess yeah, life support or whatever. So, I, and and that same process, you have to wonder maybe when she was in that process, um, like the god put like a child in her. That's uh, that's some of, the, some of the thought I just had. It could be interesting that that could be the case. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, um, one one thing that I noticed. Um, just without throughout the movie, just like kind of like two points, maybe I want to make, and then if you want to get out of here. Um, so, like I said, all the kids they had this the long scenes of them learning uh, how to swim and and use the other creatures and stuff like that. Um, and then they had the scene with Jake, and he was with uh, I get his name, Tonawari. Um, and it was he jake was like learning how to use that creature but it was like more like a war type of creature like a like a, an advanced type of thing um but he still had to learn how to swim a little bit and hold his breath and things like that mm -hmm. um but not nearly to the extent that the kids were learning because that's why like kiri she can hold her breath for a long time and the yeah, other kids, she was a were, natural at it she, she was a, she, she was, was an absolute natural. natural and then the other kids they got better over time with it but uh i think jake was more of the warrior aspect of it the more soldier aspect of it and he didn't didn't learn to hold his breath for nearly as long and that's why uh Lawak was teaching him to breathe slower and calm down and, and had to go through that whole sequence there uh, towards the end. However, I still think that, um, well, first off, one, Natiri didn't have any scenes like that at all. Uh, and I found that really interesting because I, I, I picked up on that before the end of the movie. It was like, they didn't really show much of her at all at when they were at the tribe uh, and, and all of the, there was no sequences of her learning how to do anything there. I, um, we were actually talking about that in the trailers because one of the original one or two of the trailers that we saw were like the first one she was in a lot, but the second trailer she's barely in. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I she, she didn't learn how to that. sew. She didn't know how to fish. She didn't learn how to swim. She didn't learn how to do really anything and i like i picked up on that like halfway through i was like yeah they didn't do anything so when they go off and try to save the kids uh like towards that end battle uh i noticed that she got back on her flying creature that doesn't go in the water uh, and then jake and all everyone else got on their water creatures and i was like huh that's interesting so yeah she was right just... she didn't learn how to swim she didn't really she doesn't know how to hold her breath and that's why it, later on when uh kiri goes to save them like she gives her the uh, the one little creature that like helps her you know helps yeah, you breathe underwater swim, without yeah. effort like yeah she gave her that because mom can't really or you know natiri can't really hold her breath for all that long but uh what's her name tuck because tuck was with her Tuck mm -hmm. was fine, and then Kiri was fine because they both can hold their breath. They they've been learning that, but Natiri couldn't. So I thought that was uh, interesting, and I'm glad I picked up on that. Yeah, she she was very hesitant to adapt to because she wanted to be with the forest. So 
Right, um, right. So that but, makes sense in that regards. But on that same note, like I said, Jake learned some, but not nearly as good, right? But I was still thinking he would have a better lung capacity than the average Navi or a Navi that wasn't trained to swim like Warich was. Like he, Warich was like yeah, that, new to this body, right? So yeah, that that's whole the thing that fight I, sequence is weird. That whole, that, so yeah, that is a kind of a plot hole too, because in, in, in the first movie, you see like how much Jake has to work to kind of, learn how to be in that body right mm-hmm. and then here Korich is just kind of like wakes up and he just knows how to use his body and like he has a moment of like i'm dizzy and lightheaded mm-hmm. but like all those guys like the avatars they wake up in their bodies and they're good to go and maybe the other soldiers were already in those bodies before um but he isn't like his his avatar is like new it's like a brand new baby like a essentially a baby avatar if you will because it's a it's a new avatar and he like that is able to like i don't know maybe maybe i don't know it's kind of weird maybe it maybe it's because the avatar is supposed to be more of like an ai than more so than than an actual like hosting an actual human because again, like the the thing that's in him is it's just it's just memory, not not any soul or a being or anything like that. Well, even like with that, even that being said, right? He's a newly created avatar, newly created Navi, and Jake's been a Navi for uh, at least like ten ish years, however long it takes to have teenage kids, and. Right. He's been training underwater and learning how to swim, even just a little bit. So they have this underwater fight, Jake and Quaritch. And I'm thinking, okay, well, clearly Jake has the advantage because he can hold his breath underwater a little bit longer than Quaritch. Unless, because even if if Quaritch as a human had that kind of training to learn how to hold his breath, he doesn't have that training as a Navi to do that. Right. Right. And despite that there was this one scene that was like it made no sense to me you're both completely submerged underwater what good is a chokehold going to do right he had him in the like a arm like a chokehold like what's that going to do if you're underwater isn't the whole pur- purpose of this is to cut off your air supply so you can't breathe right. doesn't the water <laughs> already do that so why are you doing this What's right. the point of a chokehold underwater? Right. I don't know. It. I mean, who knows? Like, it, it, there's no really explanation for that. I don't know. It's. Who knows? Uh, anyway, explanation um, is poor writing. Probably that's probably more so what it is. Um, but yeah, let, let's wrap up here. Any final thoughts? Uh, I I don't have any final thoughts, but I don't know if you have any. Um, other than just to wrap up. Yeah, I like the movie. I do think it's I think it's better. I think um let's see. Saint said he liked the first one better. Um but I like the second one. I like this one better cuz it's just more of a even though again it did drag on and too many too many scenes there, but overall um 
the action it, it was really more of this a, a better story to digest than the first one because again it was more beautiful the first movie but this movie was had more creatures in it and then had a better overall story so i do like this one more still not planning on watching it ever again because i don't think it was that good but i've already seen plenty of people that have already gone back to watch it uh, multiple times so i mean i'll probably uh, I watch it on on tv like when it's out on like a digital or whatever like when i'm bored some saturday or evening or whatever i'll probably watch it but outside of that i'm definitely not going back to the theater to watch it um <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah, like I said, I, I enjoyed it too. I, I, I do. I, like I said earlier, I, I like this better than the first one, um, just because of the, the more uniqueness uh, of of the storyline and everything like that compared to the original movie. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's a wrap for today's show. Though, uh, obviously, p- appreciate people that tune in and uh, watch us. Uh, thank you, Saint, for joining us in the chat um obviously please check out any previous episodes that you may have missed on the barroom network under youtube and on all your major and minor podcast platforms and then also check out everything else that the barroom has to offer we cover all all the chicago sports and other various uh type of shows as well that we do have on the show but yeah that's it for us for tonight we will see you guys next time have a great evening